There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hello, happy podcast day. What day is today? Today is actually Friday. Okay, happy Friday. We are here. Woohoo! So Avery's been gone all week, and she went to Texas A&M swim camp. Sorry, she went to Texas A&M swim camp in the beginning of the month, but now she went to Texas A&M Galveston camp. And marine biology camp. A marine, yeah, and they've been having an absolute blast. So we're leaving out of here, and we're going to go pick up Avery. I swear, these kids. You know, Evan yesterday goes, um, I am bored. And Trey and I looked at each other. He goes, like, really? I'm bored. <laughs> we tried to slap him. Trey and I were like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We need to call somebody. Evan is bored. Like, what are we going to do? So funny. I was bored every day of my life and in summertime oh nobody wanted to play with you well maybe not as i got older but when we weren't that younger <laughs> nobody age, wanted to play with you as you got older no I as it. i got older we would be able to go out and go do whatever we wanted to do in our neighborhood but when we were younger you know we had to stay inside till my mom got home yeah, from work mom would tell us to get out in the morning as soon as the sun came up and then we'd take our bikes and go figure it out and we'd have to be home by dark and yes, we would go knock, knock on knock on kids doors that were in the neighborhood, you'd go to seven or eight kids if nobody was home, then you'd just go get into something on your own. But your mom was home in the summer. 
What does that have to do with me being not bored? My mom was working. So I'm talking about up until fifth grade. Before we moved out to April Sound, my mom was working and we were younger. So we had to really stay inside. We couldn't really go out because we were home alone. Card games, board games. Jeopardy, if the price is right. Webster. Mm, Webster is good. Family Matters, Full House. Those are classics. I know. But we were bored. Yeah. Anyway, but we had fun. We still had fun. I remember one time my brother and I uh, did try to make a parachute and jump off the roof with a sheet. Nice. Yeah, we were, we thought that that was going to work, but it, it actually... Who went first? We both did. It, it didn't... Oh, y'all did like countdown? One, two, three? Yeah, we both held one side and we jumped off the roof and uh, that didn't work. <laughs> we did not parachute. It did not catch us. We fell right to the ground. That's good stuff. You never told me that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So today, here's what we're talking about. We are talking about the benefits of strength training that is backed by science. Ooh. Like COVID science or science science? Uh, <laughs> not even going to go there. <laughs> it is backed by science all the way around. How about that? That whole slogan has been so tainted now. Like I don't even, when somebody says it's backed by science, I kind of chuckle. I know. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I believe you. Is it backed by political science or opinion science? I don't know. Real no, science. this is backed by all science, whether it be uh, political, scientific, and um, your own opinion, whatever. Okay, here we go. All right, so weight training. First off, let me just say that um, Trey and I are big proponents of weight training. Maybe me a little bit more sometimes. Than I, I am. No, this year has been my. Well, when you get made fun of by all your boys because you tell them your workout programs, calisthenics and bands, they um, they kind of dog you pretty hard. So whatever that is still considered a means of I resistance was in rehab. Training. Yeah. Okay. The best thing that Trey and I ever did was have a home gym at our house. Yes. Based on where we live and what we have available to us and our um, our schedule. Having a gym at home has been the best thing. Now, when we lived in an area where there were 10,000 gyms around us, um, the kids were little, it worked best for me to go to the gym. I needed to go and be around people and bring the kids and let them play in the kids club. Well, that was back in the day too, though. You Gold's Gym, 24-hour Villa, Villa Sport, mm-hmm. and Legends. There were four. There were four different gyms that you were a part of with your group fitness, which gave me and the kids free memberships. Yes. So I loved going to all of them. <laughs> yeah, Trey had you liked Villa the best, but it it was um, it was so good for my sanity. But now where we are, we have a gym at our house in our garage. We've completely set it up really nice, and uh, it's been it's been awesome. So it's a dream gym. Like everything we've ever wanted. So I first started uh, weight training in 2003, I believe it was. No, no, no. We got married in 2003. Uh, it would have been, we met in 2000. Mm-hmm. So it would have been 2001 slash 2002. Maybe 2001. It's when you started doing body pump. No, it was not. Okay. Oh, you and Misty. No. At old Fit Gym no. in Conroe by the bowling no, no, alley. No. no, no, no. Okay. No. During this time, 2001, Trey and I were dating, and he broke up with me. And he broke up with me because I was basically... Bad 
Coop crazy. Bat. I was. I was gonna say batshit crazy. I didn't want to say shit on that. Okay. Well, I was batshit crazy. I was on a medication called Topamax drugs for my migraines, and one of the things that is a side effect when it comes to medication, uh, that particular medication, is um, it can make you anxious and make can make you extremely emotional. Mm. Well, I was on such a high dose that I would cry at the drop of a dime, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Trey ended up saying he couldn't take it anymore, and he broke up with me. <laughs> Well, well, we were only a year, year and a half in, so I'm like, I got a choice to make. Devastated. (laughs) I was devastated. I literally thought a piece of me died. I was so upset. Also, probably heightened from the medication. But (laughs) here's what I said to myself. I said, I am not going to be down. I am not going to uh, wallow. I am going to work on myself. And I started going to Fit Jim and Conroe. And I said, I'm going to get in really good shape. And he's going to want me back. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, uh, I started working out. I started going to fitness classes at uh, where we would do some weight training, like circuit training type stuff. And then I'd do a few weights out in the gym. And that's that was when I really started intentionally working out like that. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And uh, guess what? I got Trey back. I remember, what was it, Molly's? Yeah. Came in in this red dress, hair was all twirled and looking real nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, you couldn't stand it. Yeah. Got off my medication. Hey, man. I didn't want to break up with you, but I had to do what I had to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he was really flirty all the time. <laughs> he was really flirty all the time. And... What he doesn't realize, well, maybe he does. You did I, not, you did not know. Come on. You think I'm stupid? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would know. I think you're naive. I had a people friend. People actually do know. I had a friend that tipped me off. So every time that they were going to be up there, I made sure I was there first. You had a friend. It was Shonda. I know. Yeah, it was Shonda. She, she told me, she's like, hey, listen. Everybody's going to be at Molly's Pub tonight, so... It wasn't a big secret. That's what we did pretty much every I night. know, but I just that made sure... I made sure that I was there first. And then what I did was I just ignored him the whole entire time. <laughs> totally ignored him. So then after weeks and weeks, you were so flirtatious with me. And so finally I said, okay, we need to talk. <laughs> So we met at Bennigan's in Conroe, and we sat. Was at his, it Bennigan's? It was Bennigan's. It we was sat Bennigan's. at a sat table. In booth, yep. And I said to you, "Look, I've moved on." Okay. <laughs> you did. <laughs> yes, I did. I said, uh, "I've moved on," and you are like really flirting with me, and I feel like you're kind of chasing after me. So, what are you doing? Either you need to stop, or. You know, you and I can start dating again if you want, but we're taking it slow. You are full of crap. That's exactly what I said. I remembered it. I rehearsed it. Oh, jeez. Okay. You and you go. I I would like to start seeing each other again, like maybe slow. I asked if you were off your meds. No, you did. We started this whole thing. No, Listen, you did not. I will meet with you if you can explain to me Whatever. that you're off your meds. Trey, until then, I'm leaving you alone. Trey, you did not know that I was even. We didn't even, I didn't even know that those things were, that they were an issue. Yeah, you lost like 20 pounds and started looking really crazy hot. What? So I need to lose 20 pounds to look really- No, you just got toned. Well, let me just say, I'm, just to give you perspective, I'm five foot six. Right now, I'm about 153-ish. Okay. What? Trey? 
Okay, if we go eat chips and salsa, I'm 155, all right? All right, so I'm about 153, right. okay? Now, at that time... 135, wasn't it? 135, yeah. yeah. 135. Yeah, I was pretty lean. I was pretty lean, but um, I won't... It, it's not worth the emotional state that I would have to be in to get to that. So, um, my body likes, my body likes around 150 range. So that's where we're staying. So anyway, no, I remember, I remember, I remember meeting there. I don't remember the conversation, but it was, I was flirting a lot with you. I definitely wanted to get back together, but I didn't want to go back down the same road we were going down. Mm-hmm. And so we did, we talked about it. We took it slow and we kind of started dating again. Yeah. We were pretty exclusive right off the bat though. Pretty I much. Mean, it, it, it worked. Okay. All right. So let's go into weight, weight training. All right. The benefits. Number one, it's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you stronger and you tasks are going to be so much easier. I mean, bending down, pick stuff up. You are going to walk around your house with that pep in your step. There is nothing that I love more than cleaning my house and just, just like dropping it like it's hot, picking up that load of laundry, putting it in the, in the washer and, and then, you know, running down the stairs, um, doing something else, running back up the stairs. You want to feel strong. I'm just, and, I'm trying to think in my head when I've ever seen that happen. Uh, you are about to get slapped <laughs> because I clean up the house constantly. And while you're at work with a pep in your step, heck yeah, like I got excited. Yeah, not maybe not excited, but I am running around okay. just. Pep in my step, picking keep, stuff keep up. Keep lifting them weights, honey. Let's get okay. that house clean. It's going to increase your athletic performance um, because you're going to have some strong lean muscle mass and you're going to need that speed and the power and the strength. So so lifting weights or strength training makes you stronger. All right. You're going to burn calories more efficiently. Now, I can tell every time that I lift weights, my caloric needs just skyrocket. Like if I don't eat what I need to, if I, if I don't eat properly, I am like ravenous, like in the pantry, like just snacking. So metabolism's on fire. Totally on fire. Your, your metabolism is going to go through the roof. Now I want to give you a perspective on something. If I were to go for a run, I would say burn. I'm just giving you a, just a low number here. Let's say that you go for a run, you burn 400 calories. Okay. You're burning 400 calories during the time that you run. Now, if you lifted weights in that same amount of time, instead of burning 400, just the 400 calories, and that's that's all you've gained, now you're burning, say, over 1,000 calories because over the next 24 hours. So you're actually increasing your metabolism over the next, actually up to 72 hours is what I'm showing. So you are going to burn more calories um, and basically fat mass. You're going to burn fat mass. So you're going to lift weights to burn more calories. All right. There you go. Next one is uh, decreasing abdominal fat and especially visceral fat. This visceral fat is it gives you that um, is what, what is visceral fat. This is fat inside your veins and your uh, organs, um, around your organs, okay. uh, uh, fat around the arteries. Got it. Yeah. Um, so this increases your risk for chronic diseases, heart disease, um, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, type two diabetes and other types of cancer. Now men have more visceral fat than women. So women, we have more fat on the outside of our abdominals. Men get more fat 
on the inside of their of the lining of their um, abdominals. So like that's why a lot of times you'll see men they'll just have this big belly, but it's not like blubbery like a woman's. It's hard. It's hard, right? It's freaking hard as a rock. That's because their abdominals are more on the outside. Now I'm not saying you can't get fat on the outside, but you're getting on the outside and the inside too. <clears throat> like I'm not going to name names, but I've I've had some friends and family that are like that, and you literally dump it, and it's like a watermelon, and it, it's like <laughs> the outer shell of a watermelon where it's hard. Yeah. And then it when you thump it, it's hollow inside, so it makes that noise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, those of you that have done that know what I'm talking about. I mean, thumb some dude's stomach or anything, but you know, um, make sure they're comfortable with that. Are you fat phobic? Am I fat phobic? Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, that's a thing. I, I don't necessarily, no. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not phobic of anything. I know. I'm just messing with you. But it, the, when you have abdominal fat and that strong visceral fat, um, fat around the uh, abdomen and the arteries and the organs and all that kind of stuff, you are definitely increasing your risk for all kinds of di- different diseases. Um, so when you strength train, you reduce that so risk. It's not a protected layer. It's, it's not. Maybe for a thumper. <laughs> um, okay. It can help you appear to be leaner, which you are. I mean, if you, as you build more muscle and you lose fat, you're going you're gonna to look leaner. And losing body fat uh, and building stronger and larger muscles will help showcase more of a muscle definition and give you that nice lean looking appearance. I'll tell you, if if you haven't worked out in a while and you go lift and you get that pump in your muscles and there's fat on top of it, mm-hmm. you look a hell of a lot bigger than you ever have. And then it kind of deflates back down. <laughs> or, so it's like a false sense of uh, what you're going to look like for the day. Or, or you do like what Trey's done and he'll work out like once and then he'll be like, yeah. Look got it at, in for the month. Yeah, got it in for the month. <laughs> but you know, guys are crazy. Like they could work out and then lose 10 pounds because they're one workout. Like we, as women, we work out once and then it's like, I, you, you might lose half a pound and then you'll just gain it back by Wednesday. I'm definitely <laughs> very appreciative of my genetics and just my body type because I do have the, I, I don't know if it's a privilege or not, but I have the luxury of not having to work near as hard to get the same results. Mm-hmm. Like I watch you work out every day and bust your ass and do do amazing and you look you look great and i don't have to do what, quite what are you as trying much to say that. but but i but it doesn't no you just have to work you work hard I do. yeah to to be where you're at yeah i'm not diminishing that i'm actually complimenting that i'm saying i thankfully don't have to work as hard mm-hmm. to get the same results is all i'm trying to say Okay, number five, you decrease your, and thank you, by the way. Uh, number five, you decrease your risk of falls. Did you know that falls are the <laughs> number one cause of injury of active older adults? Here we go. You yeah. Know, you love saying that. I know because I think I heard it on a movie. No, I no, that was a different quote. Never mind. But it is true. Uh, falls, think about it. When you get older and or like think about your grandpa, your grandmother, your great aunt, and they fall. What happens? Let's say they break their hip. When they break their hip, they go down for how long? Okay, let's say they go down and it's like, you know, two months and things are and then they have to have surgery and it's another couple of months. They're completely derailed. During that time, not only are they not active, but they've also 
it's also brought on some depression. Um, it's also brought on a lot of un, uh, undesirable pain medication. And that pain medication really messes with the health of your gut. So you have all kinds of these uh, secondary issues that go along with the fact that you just fell. Did you saying that line take you down that rabbit hole? What? Of elderly falling? No, I've always thought that. But you're explaining it now. Oh, I haven't even read this. Oh. Okay. I'll just show, I'll, I'll read this. 23,407 adults did a study. Um, 60, uh, over the age of 60. And they were lifting weights and 34% saw a reduction in falls among those who participated in a well-rounded exercise program that included balance exercises and resistance and functional training. There you go. So you got to reduce your risk of falls. And it's it's the snowball effect. It's like once you fall, then other things can happen. You don't want to be – if you need a little bit of an eye-opener, go visit a nursing home and – Go see what happens when people just go let see what destiny go. looks like. <laughs> <laughs> go see what happens when people just let themselves go because it's actually really sad and it's an eye opener. And I know for me, I don't, I don't want to be in that space. And and even to get a um, a nursing home that is um, decent. I mean, right now, decent. Like you're gonna get just okay, like Luby's cafeteria food. Okay, maybe you're looking at fifty five hundred bucks a month. Easy. If you want to have your food like thrown at you, then you're going to go in the government facility. So, jeez, I know. But seriously, though, you've got to plan for this stuff. And so, financially, you have to plan for your for your elderly age, and then also you have to plan for your elderly age with how you take care of your health. It's both of them are just as important. Okay, uh, you lower your risk of injury. That basically goes with the other one. But the reason why is. Strength training helps improve your range of motion. It's not just stretching alone. It also has to do with the range of motion and your muscle balances. I mean, I don't, I don't do stagnant stretching anymore. It's all mobility and just movements, movements in a stretching position. Stagnant stretching just, it just doesn't, it's like taking a rubber band and just trying to pull it apart. But if, if you sit there and you move and you flow and, and, and you get, Everything kind of greased up. It just Grease. feels better. Greased up. Ugh. Every time you say Lubricated. that Lubricated. Lubed. Lubed, greased. I mean. Grease. It, there's no Z in it. It's grease. Listen. Every time. You, I don't know. It's going to be the CBGBs. Grease. I just think What of, would you like me to say? <laughs> All right. So the mobility of your, it's not just your muscles and your ligaments or it's not just your, um, the muscles that are being stretched. You also have to think of the ligaments and the tendons. So when you are building strength around these major muscle, your, these major muscle groups, like your knees and your hips and your ankles, um, you're going to provide additional protection, uh, for injury. When Trey was, I think what was like four years ago, you went, he decided he was going to work out. So he went to go do sprints and Mm -hmm. snapped his quadriceps. And it literally like snapped in half and then like rolled, it rolled up. And this is the muscle in his thigh. It was a good one. Yeah. And, but he wasn't training properly to get to that point. So he did something that just made it snap. There's a big difference in jogging and doing, you know, conditioning exercises versus 
fast twitch muscle fibers reacting in a sprint or a run or agility drills. Yeah. Um, those muscles hadn't been used for a while and I was trying to crank them up. Yeah. Well, uh, imagine, you know, just in real life, somebody has not used the muscles in their core and then they go to lift something, uh, a box or whatever, or the grandkids come over um, and you just, you reach over the wrong way and then you pull a muscle. Oh, yep. Yeah. Something, something was activated that shouldn't have been activated because something else wasn't working. Yeah. So uh, number seven improves your heart health. Multiple studies have shown that regular strength training exercise can decrease your blood pressure and lower your total uh, bad cholesterol, which is your LDL, the low density lipoprotein, and also improve circulation by strengthening the heart and the blood vessels. When you strength train, you are going to, your you, every muscle is a pump, right? So you're, you're contracting and then um, extending each of these muscles and they're lengthening, they're shortening, and those are, they're pumping blood. They're pumping blood into the muscle and then back out. And you're doing this all over your body. So you're increasing your, um, the, the fluidity and you're moving around lymph and you're decreasing your blood pressure. So, um, also it helps with your, um, blood sugar levels, um, which is the next one. And this is also a major risk for heart disease. So blood sugar levels, when you are lifting weights, you are using, um, you're using muscles or excuse me, you're using glucose inside of your muscles to help, uh, contract and perform the exercises that you're doing. So when you do that, you are, it helps you to increase your insulin sensitivity. Um, this is why if you work out heavy weights on an empty stomach, you may feel depleted and may not be able to finish your exercise. That's why having some sort of carbohydrate before your uh, strength training exercise is good because you're going to need some of that glycogen. Um, you're going to need some of that good blood sugar. Mm -hmm. So you're using that up and you want to be able to do that versus, um, you know, if you're not weight training, you're just, most people, their blood Sugar is just rising way too high, and that's why so many people have type 2 diabetes or they have uh, metabolic syndrome, and they're just they're not doing anything to reduce that blood sugar in your body, and it's causing a lot of issues, even fungus, but that's a whole other rabbit hole. All right. So number nine is it promotes a greater, uh, promotes greater mobility and flexibility. So we kind of said this before, um, talking about reducing your uh, injuries, but you are going to have greater mobility and flexibility and range of motion. So your hips are going to be able, your, your legs are going to be able to open up in different ways and move around in different ways. Your arms are going to be able to open and yeah, you know, you have your arms. That's a, it's the same type of joint on your arms, uh, your shoulders as you are with your hips. And it's supposed to be this, it's a ball and socket joint. So it's supposed to be able to move 360 degrees around. But if your muscles are tight, it's, it's just not going to have that range of motion. And then when you, that happens, then you get things that are just like stagnant and hardening and it's not supposed to be that way. And then you go and pick up the grandkid, move a box or whatever. And then you, you throw out your shoulder or your back or your hip, whatever. It's over. Over. Okay. Uh, it boosts your self-esteem. Strength training can add a major boost to your self-confidence. And I think this is the area that I really like the best because 
I <laughs> you just feel good. Yeah, you want to have a positive body image, and when you are strength training, you have a positive uh, body image. You just feel on top of the world, and you are going to have. You're you're just going to be. Uh, you're going to walk into a room with better posture. You know, you're going to walk into the room and 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 own it. I mean, I think that I'm. You know, I'm only five six. Most people guess that I'm about five eight. Oh. I'm. They do, and it's not because I'm wearing heels, and it's not because um, I just have some weird extension off the top of my head. I I believe you weight train. I believe it's because I have posture, and I carry myself with confidence. I would not feel confident if I didn't have strength in my mind and strength in my uh, strength in my body. So it's it's important for your self confidence. There's, I mean, can you imagine? a little kid at school that's getting picked on and he's, you know, kind of small and scrawny and you teach him proper way of resistance training. He is going to feel so much more confident and stronger as he walks through the halls of school. It's just a natural thing. It makes your bones stronger. So when you have your, when you have your muscles attached um, your muscles uh, attach to the tendons and then the tendons attach to the uh, ends of the bones. And then the ligaments are what keeps the the bones together. So your bones are he- held together by ligaments and then your muscles are attached to the bone with the tendons. You're pumping up that muscle, right? So that imagine that mu- a muscle being pumped full of blood and it's getting stronger and thicker. It's pulling on one side and then the other side of that bone. And it's creating a resistance and it's giving you, it's stimulating your bone to make more bone cells, bone building cells. So your bones actually do get stronger by you lifting weights. I didn't know that. It helps boost your mood. Um, there have been so many times where I've been in a crappy mood and I I haven't worked out and it's like 10 o'clock. And at this point, you know, 10 o'clock, it's like ridiculous late in the day to go work out and it's getting hot. But then, you know, most times I'll make myself do it. But when I'm done, I can actually communicate better. I'm in a better mood. And Trey, too. No, I, I, I need it for therapy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's my escape. It's, it's my, um, medicine, if you will. Mm-hmm. It, it, it helps me with all my mobility. It helps me with my mind. It helps me with depression. It helps me release trapped energy. Um, I can't stand working out, to be honest with you. I, I really dislike it, um, quite a bit, but I know the benefits of it are way beyond what I have to push through when I don't want to do it. And so that's, that's what gets me in there. And the, the byproduct of it is, is well worth the, I wouldn't say struggle, but the, the uncomfortableness of working out. Cause you're either in pain, not working out, or you're in pain working out. I'd rather be in a shorter amount of pain that I'm putting myself into than a longer amount of agony that I'm in when I have it. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. So... Well, and I think choose your pain. <laughs> I think for Trey too, it's been awesome because he's been um, working out at uh, after I was about to say after school. He's been working out after work. Oh, that's been so much better. And 
you know, Trey's not a morning person Mm-mm. really at all in any way, shape or form. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so it's actually been it's been kind of nice to I mean, I miss you being around in the mornings, but at the same time, I also have my quiet time in the morning and then you kind of slowly get ready. And then we're also not on top of each other in the gym, but you go to work and then work may be stressful, but then you come home and it releases that stress for you. And well, it's a valve for sure. Yeah. I get in there and turn on the music and just try and keep it within 45 minutes. So I'm not taking up the whole day. And once that sweat starts coming, that pump starts coming in there, everything for the day just starts to dissipate. Well, and you're releasing mood boosting endorphins. You know, I've always said that exercising for an hour is like taking a 24 hour antidepressant pill. It improves your brain health. So you're, it is, it is known that your cognitive function is going to be better. It's going to increase. So your processing speed, your memory, your executive functioning, this all improves after participating in strength training, um, compared to those who don't. And it has the neuroprotective benefits such as, um, improved blood flow, reduced inflammation, and increased expression of brain-derived neurotropic factor, BDNF, which is linked to memory and learning. So you, there's a lot of people who get dementia. So it's like you could start putting the pieces of the puzzle together. You, it, it all boils down to fitness and building strength in your body, strength in your heart, strength in your mind. You are going to have a better immune system. And then when you, you have better blood sugar, better heart disease. So think about, you know, the, the population, no offense, baby boomers, we love you, but y'all got a lot of crap going on. It, you do, do, you do. And I'm just, you have, there are certain, um, there are many different things that you can do to prevent all these things and you still have time. It is never too late. And, uh, our generation, which, you know, y'all are our parents and we're seeing the things that are happening to you, um, at, the, at least starting, we're seeing the grandparents going into nursing homes and we're seeing the dementia, we're seeing the heart disease, we're seeing the cancer and um, the diabetes and you have ability to reverse it. And I think our bodies are so amazing to do that. And then our generation, um, us 70s and 80s babies, like we are seeing these things happen and we have the ability to prevent it from coming. It is not too late for anyone. It promotes a better quality of life. So well said, honey. Thanks. Uh, you're going to have a better quality of life at any age. And, um, that is all, uh, linked. So, okay. We only have a few minutes left, but I'm just going to go through these really quick. So tips to getting the most out of your strength training routine, um, start with the basics. So the basics would be, you know, just doing, doing calisthenic exercises, you know, um, think about all the ways that your body moves and just move in that direction. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Oh, okay, I can do something face down. I can do stuff face up. I can do stuff standing straight up. I can twist. I can turn. I can squat. I, You know, all these different ways that your body moves, first start with just that basic body movement and, and calisthenics. Then you can start adding the resistance to it to help you to uh, get stronger because your your body adapts. You put that overload on you and then you're, you, it, it challenges you and then you're going to adapt. So um, keep, keep 
going up with that overload. Choose the appropriate volume and load. Technically, if you're going to exercise, start with um, eight to 15 reps, um, doing one to three sets. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you can't get to eight reps, then that's more on strength and power training. You don't need to be in that zone right now. Eight to 15 reps is where you need to be. So lighter weight. if you can't do eight reps, then you need to lower your weight. All right. And then 15 reps is like you're you're in a good zone. But if you get to 15 and you're not even feeling it. OK, buddy, you need some more weight. Yeah, 15 is a burn. Yep. A burn. Yep. And don't overdo it. Um, one of my um, things that I always say to clients is um, if you are lifting weights and you get home and you just feel nauseous and tired and you don't even feel like eating now you you overdid it. You can't do that. You your now your stress hormones are going up. You should get done exercising and then within about within 30 minutes you want to be replenishing the protein and uh some of the carbohydrates. So, um yeah, that's it there. And the bottom line is um if you haven't worked out, it's okay. Now's the time to start. Just you are going to start out slow and then progressively work up. If you need to get a trainer, then get a trainer. If you need to go to a fitness class and just really go slow and low with your weight, then then do that. Um, endurance train, muscular endurance training is really about having high reps and using lower weights. Strength training is just like moderate to heavy weight. That's going to stimulate the muscle growth. And circuit training, which is what a lot of fitness classes will do, boot camp style classes. Um, this is a lot of full body exercises and conditionings. And you're going to um, just kind of go from one thing to another, which has its benefit. But when you start getting into that muscular, maximum muscular strength, like I'm going to do heavy, heavy weight and do like two to six reps, you don't necessarily need to be there. Like it, it's this is really for athletes or somebody who is um, really skilled at what they're doing. And, and same thing with explosive power. You know, think of football players. They need that explosive power. You're like, you're just trying to pick up the grandkids. You're not trying to like have explosive <laughs> power. I think with all the different yeah. programs and platforms and, and different ways things are available to people, mm-hmm. that excuse has got to go out the window. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Because there's so many different platforms. There's so many different outlets. There's so many different things you can do. You just got to get up and ask. You got to take that first step and ask. And then yeah. and then take the initiative to do it. But it's a very important part of it. I know with, with what I've done with it, it's drastically changed my life and where I'm at and what I do on a consistent basis. I love it. Good job. Thanks, honey. And real quick... Um, you can do body weight exercises. You can use some free weights like dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells, even objects around the house. Uh, you can look at some revis- resistance bands and loops, or there's even uh, suspension equipment, which is like ropes and straps that are anchored to some uh, point. And then um, you would grab onto the handles and then do different exercises. There's tons of different stuff out there. Keep an eye out for uh, my fitness program that I'll be coming out with in the fall. I was going to ask you if they wanted to get trained by someone, who would they talk to? <laughs> well, you could look for a personal <laughs> trainer. Um, you could look for a group fitness instructor that uh, knows what they're doing and is willing to, um, you know, not push you beyond what you 
should do. This is why personal trainers are good because they're going to be able to assess you. But in a group fitness class, I mean, which I taught group fitness for years, you know, you can't keep an eye on everyone in the class. But if I had somebody come up to me and say, Hey, listen, I am just starting to work out and I don't want to get hurt. And, you know, I come in here and I get excited and music's going and there's a lot of people and I get kind of insecure and I want to do what they're doing. Um, can you just help me? I, I, I would be like, oh, yes, absolutely. And I would just kind of go over and w- pull my mic away, whisper them. And I'd be like, hey, you don't need weight here. Or, hey, you're doing awesome. You could probably add on a little bit more next time. And I would just, you know, keep an eye on them. So um, oh, anyway, but I do have a fitness program coming out in uh, the fall. So keep a lookout for that. And uh, just follow me on Instagram. It's at a castles. And uh, I'll be posting about it and it's going to be fully online, but I'll be able to communicate with you um, through uh, the app and it's, it's going to be awesome. So That's cool. I'm excited about that. Thanks everyone for listening. Please like and share that, uh, or excuse me, subscribe to our podcast. Um, like the post if you're seeing this on Instagram. Share this episode with your friends. That is how our podcast grows and that is how we stay doing what we're doing and what we love. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. 
Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.